Leslie Golden was a pole dancer in small town Texas with a teeny Instagram following until a whirlwind weekend in LA where she blew up online. From there, she entered a new world, one where partying in LA mansions, jet-setting to Thailand, and getting glammed up for brand campaigns was all part of a day's work. Leslie is just one of many influencers who got famous on the internet and then tried to flip that clout into a whole new life. On This Blew Up, I'm going to show you how social media stardom is made, from the spawn con to the content houses, and how it all adds up to a new kind of fame that's not always as glamorous as it looks. When attention is the ultimate currency, what lengths will you go to to get it? And who's going to want a piece of your success? From the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Alyssa Bereznak. You can listen to This Flew Up on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Halliwell. And I'm Kaya McMullen filling in for Amelia Wedemeyer. Today we're checking in with, doing a little seasonal transition here. We've got the last dredges of Celebrity Halloween. We're exploring some of Lindsay Lohan's biggest feuds and frenemies. But first, you know what time it is. Halloween has ended. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's Goop Gift Guide season. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah. This is... <laughs> Super Bowl every year. Um, my sister's with me, and she was like, "Didn't you guys just do a goop like goop?" Gift it guide? does like, feel like Mother's it came Day. early this year. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. we may She's, have done a Mother's Day one. As well. Yeah, she has a she couple that release over the years, but this is like our Super Bowl. This is what keeps us going all year round. Doing this pod, it's, it's a storied tradition at this it point. Is. I mean, we're it like three, what, like three years in, four years into the goop <laughs> gift guide. 
Yeah, yeah I think we so. We go way back with Goop. And then you could say our NBA finals is like the poosh gift right. guide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it always pales in comparison. You guys, even yeah. if you don't like Gwyneth Paltrow, which 99 of the population does not, this <laughs> Goop gift guide is entertaining. It's well-built. It's very nicely, you know, put together. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. So let's go through it. Yeah. Um, we always do the same series of categories and there are things that fit every single time. So <laughs> we are going to start with the weirdest and most absurdly extravagant gifts on the Goop gift guide. Kate. I mean, this is what the people come for, right? Why mess around? Let's get into it. If you would like to buy something for, you know, your dog watcher, walker, your partner oh, who has walker. a dog, mm-hmm. uh, Perhaps you should consider the Gucci dog poop bag holder. It's not called that, but that's what it is. It's a little pouch for your little poop bags to take with you on your walk. And it costs $420. So mm, that's a steal. Walk your dog in style. Uh, incredible So stuff. it's not, you do not put your like. I mean, the, no. Uh, no. Okay. Right. Yeah. Could, great. I Got mean, it. I think it would be too small. It does look very small. So you just put like a roll. I think it's just to like hook on your belt or on like your dog leash and it carries the actual roll of poop bags. I don't have a dog. I really, I really could see like a Brentwood mom walking around. Absolutely. Kaya. Yeah. Or yes, West Hollywood, Beverly Hills. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Targeted content. (laughs) That's true. It's like goop territory. But yeah, um, this makes more sense. I thought this was actually to hold. You know, to hold poop. Actually, yes. we have yeah, another poop bag. bag later on this list, so we'll get there. Okay. However, first we have to talk about the Kiki de Montparnasse tufted boudoir mm. chaise. I looked at this <laughs> and I was like, this is a really ugly chair. And then I looked at it more closely and I was like, this ugly chair has a lot of straps. And then I looked <laughs> at it again and I was like, this ugly chair uh, has a lot of straps and some chains and what looks like handcuffs. And then I was like, oh, it's, oh, it's a sex chair. It's This is a sex chair. Uh, it's $28,000. Okay. Uh, and it's black leather, you know, easily cleaned. Kate, (laughs) Sorry, it's so ugly. It's very, very hideous. It's very tufted. And so if, you know, you're looking for something to spice up your life and your Mm -hmm. living room. uh, Yeah, where do you put this in your house? In your sex dungeon. Yeah, I guess so. Because it's like the only person who... You know, you can't have this out in your yeah. living room. Yeah, it very, is very obvious what it right. is. Right. It can't so, double as another type yeah. of chair. You would and have no to have, have to sit there. You no. have to have a, a like a Cara Delavine sex dungeon for this yeah. to yeah. to be your thing. Sure. Yeah. Back to the poop bags. I think this uh, is the clear winner for this year. This, yeah, this is agreed. really something. You can buy a literal sack of shit. We're talking the Flamingo Estate. It's called The Good Shit. And it's free range composted manure that you can buy. And the worst part of this to me is like, I guess, you know, people have use for this in like yeah. their gardens, but it mm-hmm. comes in like a paper doggy bag, like a, like a to-go bag, Doesn't like seem a sanitary, like a lunch bag. Mm-hmm. And it is just poop in a bag. And it's seventy five dollars. The poor UPS person who has to deliver that. I mean, and like, is it temperature controlled? Is it, I have just a lot of questions about the good shit, but it doesn't seem worth $75 for the amount that you get, right? Yeah. The way that the Goop gift guide gets you is that it like 
says the title of the item and then you have to read it four or five times to be like, yeah. okay, what, is that? <laughs> what is that really what I think it is? Yeah. Um, including this one. I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw this. On this yeah. Gift card. This is, it's next level for them. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, and then here's, this is what fucking kills me on this. There are things <laughs> like this where I'm like, okay, like this is ridiculous and whatever. But then there are some things where I'm like, it just goes against the concept of a gift guide, which is to say, listing actual art pieces, right? Yeah. Like original, yeah. like no one is opening the Goop gift guide, no matter their budget and being like, oh, great idea, Gwyneth. Let me buy my wife a $100,000 original Roy Lichtenstein piece. Like you don't, you don't come to a gift guide for that. I don't, you know? Yeah. No. Also, yeah. This brings me perfectly to the next item, which is the same exact concept, which is <laughs> they have quite legitimately put a $250,000 vintage Bronco, Ford Bronco, in their Goop gift guide. You're like, who, who, why are they selling actual cars and actual pieces of art and actual homes? It's, maybe people are looking with different, maybe someone would like this. I would love to know if anyone has ever, like, spent over, like, $100,000 on a Goop gift guide item. You know, like, I would love to, like, an interview with someone who actually did that. I don't this know feels they like they're phoning it in to me. Yeah. Like they're just like, oh, let's go like find a few like expensive items and yeah. just like throw it in, just because like we know that's what people want and we'll get outraged at. Yeah, it's like we're so creative. I know. To their credit, they do have like ten different lists, like for men, yeah. for your significant other, for the yeah. cooking so list, the wellness list. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot on here. Another one yeah. to highlight, similar to the one that. Kate looked at and looked at and looked at and the chair started becoming something else. There was <laughs> what I thought was like a massager. No, that how can you more... look at this? No, okay, 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 okay. Because I'll tell you why. Because I'll tell you why. Um, so it is a, a, simply put, it's a cowgirl sex machine. And it looks like, you know, when you simply go to those bars and you ride a bowl, it's that. <laughs> and then there's a piece in the middle that makes it something different. But- I thought that was like the horn of the saddle. Liz, no. <laughs> no. Wow. That you hold on to. Yeah, you I, know I what a saddle that. looks I, like. I could, I could see crying. how you would think that. Yeah. This item is non-returnable, by the way. It says well, very clearly on the so. Goop site. Anyway, wow. seventeen fifty. if you guys okay. want it. Available now. Great. Um, there so are pictures that. of a woman in a cowboy hat on top of it if that helps exactly so if you scroll down visualize what exactly I'm closing out of that tab (laughs) it's so funny Um, yeah anyway my other one that I'd like to highlight that is absurdly extravagant is a $40,000 one night stay in freaking Manhattan like okay I actually love the traveler items on the Goop gift guide it's like We'll talk about glamping in Finland and you go on a Mediterranean Sea tour of whatever. This is $40,000 for a one night stay in like a nice hotel. It's like the Amman hotels where they do Amman Giri, where, you know, it's like, oh, a like celeb- that, yeah. the place in Utah or whatever. Yes. Yes. But they have a spot in New York and it, you know, there's like $40,000 a plunge pool and a spa. But I'm like, I would never, ever. I don't know who wants to spend that's, forty thousand dollars. I think for that's more than my rent for a year. New York City. <laughs> that is more it, than my rent like, for a year. <laughs> it it just doesn't make sense. The the place 
you know, all these other places are exotic and far away and lavish and it makes sense. He's like, or it doesn't make sense, but the huge price tags. But yeah, anyway, she put a $40,000 one night stay. So if anyone wants that, feel free. Can't imagine. And if anybody would like to up their workout regimen, there is a $4,500 wood home gym set from Tracy Anderson, which like, I don't, why do you need a wood? Why does it need to be wooden? Like, why do you need like wooden dumbbells? Okay, I've seen people making fun of this on TikTok and stuff. Like all, you know, the fucking fitfluencers or whatever have been making fun of this for a couple weeks. And literally it is, it's wood dumbbells and like wood barbells. It's like, I don't. That why? seems like it would not last long. Like no. and also because like you're getting sweaty when you yeah. lift and like famously yeah. wood and water like not great. Yeah, um, I know. Really, also, long. you can just feign the look of wood with almost any other material. Like, it doesn't have to actually be wood. <laughs> Tracy Anderson. There was like some like bullshit like marketing copy where it was like, oh, getting in touch with like nature uh. or like something like oh, that. Oh my so. god! Wow, I can't. Yikes. This one was just fun. I mean, this is just like very goopy, but you can also get a um, $239 baguette bag. So if oh, you're this like, is so good. I love it. I love it. It's nice satin finish. It's like if you're going on like a little like, you know, farmer's market trip and then you want to like go home and just grab your baguette bag. I can't. I think we need to describe this. In, it like, looks it vaguely looks, sexual. Or, or like, <laughs> it looks like. A black, like it's like something you would put your baby in. Like it's got so many ruffles and bows. It's too narrow for it. The thing is is that this bag could really only hold a baguette or like some similarly like long, narrow object. Like wine, maybe satin. Yeah, that part. Very. Yeah, I think the like (laughs) wouldn't the like baguette itself because it's like it's kind of like crusty. So then it would like get some like (laughs) really crummy and stuff. Or hard to clean. Peel quite easily and kind of tear the the delicate fabric of the bag. Literally, it looks like it's like velvet. Like, why are you putting food into a velvet bag? Yeah. Well, this is so wrong. This this may be the weirdest thing. Actually, you may have found it. That's (laughs) so weird. Thank you so much. Um, and then also if you would like a $120 gold plated AirPod chain, which just like makes me mad. It makes me feel like boomer-esque <laughs> and mad being like headphones already had wires. Right. And then you bought yeah. them without wires and now you're putting them yeah. back the wires back on. It's like stop yeah. it. Yeah. I'm gonna go crazy in the first 10 minutes of this podcast. I know. Okay, on the flip side. Is there anything that is useful and or tempting? I found, I think in the wellness gift guide, yeah. which always has like the fun stuff we like. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you know a Theragun for your body? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Therabody, the right. company, made like a Theragun for your eyes. Ooh. And it's like a the eye mask massager for $199. This is funny because I also separately put down the Thera face. <laughs> I am intrigued <laughs> by yeah. Maybe we should look into this. It's uh, designed to relieve facial tension and like Ooh. post-screen time eye strain. Oh. So there's an air massage, which I guess it just like puts air into the goggles and does something. And then a gentle warmth and pleasant vibration, it says. That honestly sounds great after like a 12 hour day spent in front of my computer. Oh, I know. Maybe as a gift for all the editing you've done of this (laughs) horrific (laughs) podcast, we should get you this. You deserve it. 
The other thing I found, uh, no one will be surprised, is there's like a little wine trio. There's a couple of gems where you're like, actually, that is like, I would kind of buy that. It was 80 bucks for three bottles of wine from France. It's all natural. They're curated based on you put in your preferences and like what kind of wine you like and the Hmm. style of grapes, it says. So I don't know about that, but um, not a terrible idea. You know, exactly. (laughs) For sure. Um, What else? They have a myofascial treatment on here. It's some like, I don't know, place that does that where it like a professional, it's like half massage, half personal training where they like align your posture and tell you like specifically what you're doing, how you need to fix your joint pain and like, I don't know, do all this targeted stuff. And like, I do need that. So <laughs> I do need someone to tell me why my body hurts all the time, uh, but do. it's $200. So I guess I'll stick to my foam roller and my physical therapist. <laughs> Honestly, like you said, I want everything in the wellness guide. I'm yeah. a sucker for all the like expensive skincare and all this shit. And I like to think I'm pretty skeptical about like, you know, woohoo, like weird granola wellness mm-hmm. stuff. But I'm always intrigued by like the ingestible skincare supplements. Yeah. And they'll tell mm-hmm. you again and again that they don't do shit. But, but like, what if it would? What if they did? <laughs> like, what if I do need to be drinking collagen and be, yeah. you know, and I love like a weird, you know, like putting stuff in my tea or like being like, Ooh, I'm by having this Chaga, little treat, baby. I'm yeah. bettering myself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I remain a sucker for those, but, um, I'm tempted by those every time. Uh, and then I just thought this was funny that this exists back to the travel list. They are advertising a, it's called like a study abroad experience for adults where, <laughs> but it's like a work from home thing. So like if you're a remote worker, you do four weeks and you can do, um, a trip to one of these places and also like have a little community and like take a class a couple times a week and like learn about all these different things. So like you can do like art and architecture in Barcelona, Greek culture in Athens, wine varietals in Tuscany. Oh my uh, gosh. Do cuisine in Mexico city, fashion in Paris. And like they group you with like you know, they have do like, you know, lodging and like you have this class with people. Right. So like, you know, people. And then during the day, like you can like do your work and like just work from there. I was like, this sounds great. This sounds really <laughs> I, I love to I love to like be taken care of and like not yeah, have to have do, things figure out for me. details. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this seemed like a good way to be like coddled. I like but also, that. I never got to study abroad link. in college. So I'm extra intrigued. Seems great. Kaya, go for it. <laughs> We'll all go. We'll be like, see ya. <laughs> Bye, bosses. Tea time's off for four weeks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then back to the wellness thing. It's kind of just like anything in the wellness category. It's like if I had unlimited yeah. money, yeah, I'll try that. Like I would yeah. love a Pilates reformer in my house. Oh, yeah. Also, when I say house, I mean one bedroom apartment. Right. Which, <laughs> which is why you don't have one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I would have nowhere to put it. Yeah. Um, and then also, yeah, the TheraFace Pro. I don't know. Yeah. It's like the, I think it's supposed to be like the new, new face. Mm. And so oh. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. Interesting. Shit. Yeah. These are <laughs> um, would you guys ever buy someone in your life? Anything from this gift guide? I saw camping und- or glamping, I should say, under the Northern Lights in Finland. And mm. it's a selfish pick because it. I would assume that person would take me with them. <laughs> but it seems pretty nice. That seems pretty good. I would go. Absolutely. There were a couple of things where I was like, this is like my parents' core, you know? 
my dad my dad has like bookshelves full of like these big collector nerdy books and they had a big Star Wars like anniversary book which I was like this is a very normal pick for Goop and like oh yeah mm-hmm. dads love this shit including mine yeah and then they always have like on the cooking gift guide they have a lot of stuff that I'm always like again mm-hmm. given unlimited money I think I would buy a lot of this for my mom and they have a pasta of the month club which Ooh. I thought was fun. It's like kind of dumb. They, they send you different kinds of like weird pasta every month. Um, but any excuse to eat more pasta, right? Mm-hmm. So that'd Agreed. be fun. I thought the like smart grow house thing was like pretty good. It's like basically just like a little miniature like herb garden you can like have on your kitchen counter. But then again, I see, I've seen this in like a million gift guides. So mm. it's not like very specific to Goop, but I do think it's like a cute gift for someone like does have a lot of space mm-hmm. um and then the, i thought the diy incense kit was cute i was like i i would buy that for my sister yeah agreed. love it is there anything miscellaneous anything you guys want to call <laughs> out before we say goodbye to the 2022 give goop gift guide yeah first of all i think we were disappointed last year and it was pretty good this year i i went yes. in and i felt i feel good about what we unearthed that bag felt bag poor I'll and think, I'll think, yeah. <laughs> I felt poor and entertained, which is really what you want from the Goop gift guide. But I want to shout out the person who was writing these blurbs this year because they're very online. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, obviously they have the listing, they have the price, and then they have just like a little tagline, little goofy little tagline. And for example, uh, they had a journal called the Human Being Journal. I don't know, something about your emotions, whatever, writing down your emotions. It's $48 for a journal. It is. Yeah. Just so you know. And the little blurb is somehow heartbreak feels good in a place like this. I was like, classic. Great work. That's how you know that joke is done. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so true. So true. Shows up in the gift, gift guide. Also, the like out. millions of people who dressed as Nicole Kidman in that yeah, commercial for Halloween. Probably. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm out of touch or something, but I did a lot of these. I was like, yeah, I'd buy that. <laughs> I know. The yeah. last like, time we've listed, I'm like, that's kind of a nice idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the rest is unhinged. So him, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's me becoming <laughs> just, I don't know. We are the target for this. Yeah. Unfortunately. So. If we had more money, we would really be the target for this. Maybe. So. Yeah, definitely. All right. Great stuff. Great, Great stuff. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Um, okay. Let's do Not Worth the Tea this week in social media and relationship news. We're dumpster diving on Halloween right before we say goodbye and start November. Uh, Amelia and I did a Ringer Dish pod on Monday, which was Halloween. Um, Check it out. Sort of recapping the weekend, diving back into like some like, you know, the history of celebrity Halloween. By history, we went into like, you know, mid 2000s. But uh, that means we did miss like the Monday night looks. We kind of just focused on Halloween weekend. So we have just a couple things to shout out that we missed on that podcast. First of all, uh, I saw a lot of Florence Pugh adjacent costumes this year. I saw many people dressed as Chris Pine uh, in Venice, which was great. A couple Don't Worry Darling vintage mm-hmm. outfits. But I was not expecting Florence Pugh to go out for Halloween with a friend who was dressed as her. Uh, <laughs> she posted on Instagram with a friend uh, named Theo who dressed up as her in Venice. So he had like the, you know, the purple crop top and the long shirt and the shorts and the Aperol. And uh, she just is, again, very dialed in to this oh, yeah, and this joke. Yeah. So I she really also had a great, great Cruella outfit from her as well. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, she so did a sexy Cruella. Well, she did. <laughs> Seems like she had fun. Uh, and I, I still enjoy just like the little like nudge I know. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. God, I forgot uh, about that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, that, that might that might be done now too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> put a bow on that. Right, yeah, yeah. We're done. Um, I also we now for the out. main event. <laughs> Amelia is not here, but for anyone who may have listened to this Ringer Dish podcast, probably not many people. It was weirdly timed. <laughs> um, we were trying to predict Heidi Klum's infamous Halloween outfits. She's a purist, so she had her party on Monday night, and. While we were recording, she had dropped a couple hints on Instagram, but like we hadn't seen much. And Amelia, you know, we were spitballing. Amelia was like, I think maybe she'll be like an earthworm or maybe like <laughs> Jabba the Hutt, but like something with like Amazing. a lot of roles. Just tossed out earthworm into the void. I was like, sure. Unbelievable. I don't know. Incredible. Her mind. Uh, this was like midday on Monday. And then Monday night, I looked at my phone. And I was like, holy fucking shit. She's literally an earthworm. <laughs> she went... Halloween as an earthworm attached to her husband's fishing hook. Yeah. Uh, and Amelia just absolutely called it. I and- cannot <laughs> believe this. This is so amazing and deserves so much attention. I, know. I don't know if this won't get her a Casamigos Halloween invite next year. It's so it to her. Or at least Come a Heidi on. Klum invite. Yeah. She's Take clearly an expert. She's an expert. I was amazed. Um, That's so funny. And oh also this costume was just ridiculous. Yeah, like it was really something. It really it's the first <laughs> one in years that I think has been like viral. Like it's yeah, been a while definitely. since Heidi Klum's yeah. Halloween has been relevant. <laughs> and this one really like she was completely encased in it, which was like my nightmare. It yeah. extremely claustrophobic. Couldn't move. And just like the talk. way that like her face was in it, it yeah. was like yeah. her eyes and her lips. all attached. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was so like attached to her face and it was so slimy. Yeah. And she was like laying on the ground, like talking to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Wiggling around. Oh, I can't think God. too hard about it or it'll freak me yeah, out. Yeah, no, I uh, definitely could not spend like more than five minutes in that costume. I also saw a like video of her like dancing behind like the DJ booth like in the worm costume so like I appreciate that she like wore <laughs> yeah she does it. like and that that was my big thing on our podcast was like there's so many people who like don't actually go out yeah. in their home mm-hmm. like it's a lot of photo shoots now it's a lot it's of photoshop so like yeah they're doing these outfits that are great but like they don't actually go out in them and like yeah. Heidi is gonna go out in her fucking yeah. worm costume yeah she's gonna stay she's out going to commit. she's gonna party with no <laughs> arms and no legs and can barely talk and definitely can't pee. I don't know what she did all night, but I, you got to respect it. <laughs> well, she yeah. did. She was wearing like some sort of glittery like bodysuit. Yeah, after I saw another photo it. of her like wearing a glittery bodysuit and then just have the worm mask on. So like. <laughs> She's an icon. She's a Halloween yeah, icon. Was, it was um, it was really special. It was. Yeah. Also, speaking of someone who just pretty much exclusively does photo shoots and then I yeah. don't see out and about too much, is Kylie Jenner. She did so many costumes this year, but one I want to focus on is her an Elvira costume. Yeah. Elvira. It's the like iconic mm-hmm. Elvira Mistress of the Dark. It was like cult classic movie and just like a very iconic. Has Kylie Jenner person. seen that movie? No. no. Because you know what? I haven't seen it. I also didn't know the look is very famous, but I actually mm-hmm. didn't know that it was like attached to this one woman and, you know, like this one movie. Anyway, so her real name is Cassandra Peterson. And she told TMZ on Tuesday, she said, I didn't get a heads up that Kylie was doing the costume, but she did the costume justice and it was flattering. It would have been even more flattering if she had tagged me. Oh. Which is true, I guess. And then this woman, 
She's 71 years old. I love that she's like on Instagram throwing shade at like one of the biggest celebrities on planet Earth. <laughs> she posts a meme, kind of, like photo with a text <laughs> over it, on her own Instagram and says, in a world full of Kardashians, be an Elvira or an Elvira. <laughs> and it's, it's a Elvira. photo of Kylie. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Elvira. Guys, anyway. I talked about her on this podcast a while back because she came out in her book and like revealed that she had like married oh, a personal, I don't recall personal that. trainer or something. It's fine. I talk. It's fine. I just smile and nod. Anyway, I love that this woman is coming for Kylie. It's great. She is. She's online. Ever since she, I think, published her book, she's been like pretty online, dialed in. That's really funny. Great. Okay, great. Um, I just want to take a second to award Worst Costume Award to (laughs) Hailey Bieber, who was a Versace vampire. And then Justin Bieber, who just wore a Cookie Monster onesie. This is um, terrible. Yeah, yeah is- it really is. There's no cohesive. I'm not saying you need to do a couple's costume. Like if you guys want to do your own thing, like that's great. But the effort levels do need to match. And that's fair. <laughs> Justin uh- Bieber is basically wearing pajamas. And then also, what is a Versace vampire? Am I missing that's something? Not a thing. Like, that's not a thing. No one's. This is yeah. such like a stereotype of like guy Halloween, girl Halloween. Yeah, but, like mm-hmm. it really like, is. No effort. Doesn't even look clean. Like, what is that? <laughs> Dug it out of the back yeah. of your closet. Like, just awful. And then she's like something that doesn't exist. She just wanted to look sexy. Like, yeah. You know? It's just all, it just is embodying all of the bad Halloween stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah. Really tough. Yeah. Really tough. Um, before we finish this category, we are going to do a really quick casting corner because each one of us has something to say about some casting news that's happened this week. So, Kate, you can start. Celine Dion is going to be playing herself in a movie. I think she saw Aline, which was like the biopic of her life or whatever, and was like, I need to take my film career into my own hands. Yes. Uh, She is in a movie with Priyanka Chopra and Sam Hewen from Outlander. And I just have to just log on. It's just crazy. Uh, What if a random text message led to the love of your life? Mira Ray, dealing with the loss of her fiance, sends a series of romantic texts to his old cell phone number, not realizing the number was reassigned to Rob Burns' new work phone. A journalist, Rob is captivated by the honesty in the beautifully confessional texts. When he's assigned to write a profile of megastar Celine Dion, <laughs> he enlists her help in figuring out how to meet Mira in person and win her heart. So like Celine Dion has nothing to do with this except for the fact that the journalist is writing about her at the time. He's receiving these text oh, messages. <laughs> so she really was just like, just throw me in a movie, they, any movie. They shoehorned her into this movie so hard. And it's really funny. And I I really hope it's streaming somewhere for free because I will That's watch it. so funny. Yeah, we should watch yeah. it. This comes yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, second piece of casting news. This is directed at Liz because yes, Kate, I think Kate put this in the group chat and then Liz didn't respond. So I had to yeah, bring Liz it back around. Yeah, Liz ghosted me. Thank you so um, much. <laughs> Poor Liam Hemsworth is being set up for failure right yeah. now. Um, yeah. So there is a fantasy series on Netflix, Netflix called The Witcher. I've never seen it, Kate. Have you? I watched it. It's fun, oh, okay. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And like Henry Cavill is the main guy in it. And like extremely attached to the series, like very invested. I think he helps with the writing and stuff like that. And now after three seasons, he's exiting and he's being replaced by Liam Hensworth. So that's hard right there. Um, And (laughs) also, I don't think that Henry Cavill is like exiting on very good terms, it sounds like. Like it seems like he's been 
like there's been some conflict with the writers where like he wants to stay really close to the source text and the writers do not really care about that. Mm. So it doesn't seem like he's exiting on good terms. I don't see this lasting with Liam Hemsworth in the lead role longer than a season. No. Yeah. I mean, it's such a weird thing where like, why would they renew it and then not have him like have him leave? You know, like there obviously is some sort of issue where they had to do a recast because it is yeah. like, I mean, people are like very obsessed with him as this character and like, yeah, this is just Got like it. not, not the, also, this is not the role for no, him. No, it's not. It's not. I looked up, I was like, my own hands. what, what was Liam's like last big role? And it was like in that Rebel Wilson uh, rom-com like a couple <laughs> years ago. Yeah. So Indeed. it really yeah. does feel like they probably went through like a list of actors and everybody's like, no, I don't want to do that. And you then know, yeah, I know, this is a bad idea. And he was like, sure. <laughs> so I know this is so wrong. This doesn't fit. I understand. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, well. Oh, well. well. Sorry, Liz. <laughs> um, uh, we will persist. Uh, last piece of casting news. And I bring this up just because we had a debate last week about like, could there really be two sweaty Elvises? And it was Austin Butler and Jacob Elordi playing the same person. I bring you Jennifer Lawrence and Amanda Seyfried both playing Elizabeth Holmes. And this is the right way to do it. Jennifer Lawrence has officially backed out of Bad Blood, which was supposed to be an Apple original film where she was going to play Elizabeth Holmes because Amanda Seyfried did it so well. Um, Her quote was, And this is an Adam McKay movie. Like this was supposed to be big. She said, I thought she was terrific. I was like, yeah, we don't need to redo that. She did it. I'm like, smart. And smart. Because that's what everyone said, except Liam Hemsworth. That's what the first 10 choices (laughs) said. And then he was like, yeah, I'll do it. And Jacob Elordi was like, no, I think I can can do better. I can do better. So we shall see. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, 
the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Okay, so for our next category, we're doing something a little different. So this week on Ringer Dish, we're doing a series of pods on Lindsay Lohan, our the icon herself, ahead of her new Netflix movie. It's called Falling for Christmas. So this week and on Tea Time, we are focusing on Lindsay's feuds and frenemies. Yes. It's a rich, rich text. Um, so before we dive in, we once again have to shout out Amelia Wedemeyer um, in her absence because she did all of this research. Yeah. She has been doing so much work on these podcasts. She deserves all the credit and praise. So she is our um, resident Lindsay expert. Yeah. I like is. to think she just had all this in her brain. You know, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like I just, would not doubt just that. Just typed it all out with <laughs> it like, there like, you go. <laughs> Love it. And this is in like perfect chronological order. There's every detail, it's no beautiful. stone unturned. Okay. So we're focusing on Lindsay's two of her biggest feuds slash frenemies. The first is Hillary Duff. So this is this is a rich text, as Kai said, and this goes way back, like to the year 2000. Yeah. Where, let me paint a scene. So Aaron Carter uh, has a <laughs> guest spot. As TMZ on- would say, member him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That was really funny. Um, okay. <laughs> So Aaron Carter does a guest spot on the Christmas episode of Lizzie McGuire. And if you guys can put yourself back at that time, it's it's like an iconic episode and moment. He's like, Merry Christmas, Lizzie McGuire. And then leans in for the kill and it's amazing. And they kiss. Um, so they the two of them start dating after that. On his and 13th birthday, which is like, wow, that is so young. That is wow. so young. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, So they start dating in 2000 after his 13th birthday, I guess. Um, They date for a couple years. And then he leaves Hillary Duff slash allegedly cheats on her with Lindsay Lohan in 2002. And then he leaves Lindsay Lohan for Hillary Duff. He is bouncing between these two women, pitting them against one another. It's a real show messed up. And actually, when he spoke about this time, he told this to CNBC, which is like, Aaron Carter, like, what are you doing? <laughs> why are you on CNBC? <laughs> yeah, like, why are you telling the news this quote? But he said, and this is a quote, I just got a little bored. So I went and I started to get getting to know Lindsay and dating Lindsay. Man. What, is what a fuck boy. They didn't use that term back then, but... <laughs> It's true. Evil shit. Um, and then apparently, like, the underlying, but and it doesn't involve Lindsay Lohan, but then he, like, cheats on Hillary again. Like, he just cheats on every partner he's with, I guess, in the early 2000s. And I guess um, he was, like, 17, if we're, like, adding up the age. Thank Ooh. you. Okay. So then, Lindsay Lohan and Hillary Duff have this very bizarre, like, <laughs> I'm attending your this premiere. This is so funny to me. Feud. Back and forth. Um, and it's for like cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's amazing. So, okay. So when Hillary apparently was filming a Cinderella story, 
Lindsay called Chad Michael Murray, who was Hillary's co-star and love interest at the time, to trash talk about her. So Lindsay's a bit of a shitster as well. And then Lindsay went on TRL and she got asked, like, confess one thing about yourself. And then she says, I love you, Hillary Duff. Just bizarre behavior. Drama. Then she goes, so anyway. Yeah, it's really just like a a journey through like all of the like 2000s news sources. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, And then Hillary Duff attends the Freaky Friday premiere, which is Lindsay's movie in 2003. Then Lindsay attends the Cheaper by the Dozen premiere that same year. Oh my God, this is so passive aggressive and weird. And then (laughs) Hillary Duff bans Lindsay Lohan from her Cinderella story premiere. Wow. big stuff. Wow. Um, Then, all right, I'll take it from here. Lindsay goes on SNL. She hosts SNL in 2004. And during her monologue, she basically like brings out Rachel Dratch as Hillary Duff and is like, yeah, see, like we don't have a feud. Like we're good, right, Hillary? To like Rachel Dratch. And then Rachel Dratch starts singing So Yesterday, um, Mm. which I think is supposed to be, was supposed to be like a dig where it was like, Lindsay, like I'm here hosting SNL and all you have is this like, dumb song i don't i don't really know it's a bop (laughs) this is again this is like probably i think they're like teenagers or like teenagers early 20s like that's so funny that it was like legit enough to make it onto snl yeah Yeah, i didn't realize that and then so hillary retaliates and says in blender magazine which probably does not print anymore (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i really hate Lindsay lohan and this is like the poll quote of the interview, but that's it. Kind of a lame response um, wow. is what Amelia <laughs> wrote. <laughs> Amelia wrote, LOL. Okay, good one. <laughs> and then at the Jingle Ball 2004, um, Joel Madden, who was dating Hillary Duff at the time. So I guess Lindsay's younger brother, um, Dakota, was a really big fan of Good Charlotte at the time. And he was at the show. And then asked for Joel Madden's autograph and then he refused and told him because he was like, tell your sister to stop being mean to my girlfriend. Shit. That's amazing. (laughs) I would force my boyfriend to do the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) And then he was like, go get your mom. And so he went and got the infamous (laughs) Dina Lohan involved. And he was like, to Dina, he was like, I'll give him an autograph if like Lindsay apologizes. And then Dina was like, no. Um, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Um, wow. So then that happened, and then you know, fast forward a couple of years. By 2007, the feud is over because, as Amelia wrote, probably because this feud began over Aaron Carter, and the ladies <laughs> came to their senses. Which <laughs> yeah, love that probably. <laughs> and <laughs> Hillary told People Magazine about Lindsay. We were hanging out the other night, and she's a nice girl. Wow! Oh my god! And that was that. This is a fun so feud. Good you now. Know? I know. Harmless. It was yeah, right? No one really got hurt Over besides maybe Dakota. Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, it's collateral damage in this point. Oh boy. So sad. All right. Okay. Real quick, I'm gonna run through her second uh notable feud slash frenemy. Um This is a good one. We've got to talk about Paris Hilton, obviously. Mm-hmm. And once again, everything was started because of a trash man. And this time it's Amelia's personal favorite, shipping scion. <laughs> yes. Stav- Stavros the Arcos the third. 
<laughs> always at the scene of the crime. Always. Oh. Listen, it all starts with Stavros. Uh, Paris and Lindsay, very friendly in the aughts for the most part. And Paris dated Stavros, uh, as Amelia put it, after taking him from Mary Kate Olsen in 2005. Oh, my God. <laughs> this man, he was like a menace. He was. In he the was 2000s everywhere. with It Girls. He really was. And Paris broke up with Stavros in 2006. However, uh, Paris and Lindsay, their feud began because a month before Paris Stavros split up, he mm. was spotted making out with Lindsay in April mm. 2006. Mm-mm. Tough girl. You can't do that. No. You can't do that. And then right after they broke up, uh, Stavros and Lindsay were spotted making out at New York City's Butter Nightclub. The last <laughs> the last feud was like the who's who of 2000s media. This is the yes. who's who of 2000s nightclubs. Yes. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, that happened at Butter Nightclub. Now, it got really ugly. The following night, Paris went to Hyde Nightclub. <laughs> it's very nice. like the SNL character where it's like, this club has everything. Uh, <laughs> Stefan. Uh, this club had Paris Hilton egging on quote, oil, air, and actual greasy person. <laughs> Brandon Davis. Oh, Amelia, I love you. Uh, as he, he basically started telling the media all about why Lindsay Lohan is the worst. He called her fire crotch. He was yep. like, I would never sleep with her. And the whole time Paris is like pretending to talk on the phone and like take but a call really. so that she's like there and laughing, but like doesn't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but and she's clearly this, like, <laughs> like part like, of it. Yeah. 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 So this became a huge thing. Uh, he had to apologize. People asked for Paris to apologize. They were like, she didn't actually say anything. She was just laughing. She was taking a call. So Lindsay addresses the video and takes a dig at Paris and her sex tape and is like, well, obviously she's very comfortable making videos. She's like, mm. oh, that's low blow, tough. low mm. blow. Especially again, this is like the right after you stole her boyfriend. Um, yeah. So from there, it just starts to go back and forth rapidly. Like they're both in cars with Britney Spears. But then Paris Hilton is like, I don't know. She just jumped in. Like we didn't want her there. It's like, what? what talking about Lindsay Lohan doesn't just jump into your car while it's moving. Paris called Lindsay like lame and embarrassing. They just go back and forth and are like digging each other in the media and out and about with people who are like linked to each other. And this continued for like 15 years. They were like, they kept being asked about (laughs) each other and like making snide little comments. In 2017, they were, uh, they like crossed ways at like Cannes Film Festival or something or like in that area. And like Paris did an interview about it and was like, oh, like we're fine. Like, I guess we'll see each other or whatever. And then this year, finally, Paris went on. Wow. In our year of 2022. Our year of 2022, (laughs) Paris Hilton went on Watch What Happens Live and is like, we're good. Like, I reached out and congratulated her on her engagement. I was on my honeymoon, like, when she got engaged. I reached out, said congratulations. Like, we're mm-hmm. good. So, notably, it has been Paris both times who said that they're good. <laughs> so, I would love to hear from Lindsay just to confirm yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but she does seem to think that things are fine. And again, like, they're both in happy relationships now that are unrelated to each other. And that mm-hmm. seems to be the cause yeah. of all of these feuds. That's great. So, as mm-hmm. long as the men are unrelated... We seem to be fine. And actually, this is a perfect segue into our next segment. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's jump right in. Uh, tea Time's unanswerable questions. Kate, what's your question? Guys, how had we never seen the horrors of the infamous Joe Jonas dating thread? I truly do not know. It None is- of us had seen this. This is a thread uh, done by at Archive Joe J, Joe Jonas Media. 
And this was done <laughs> in January of 2021. It has like 12. Oh my God. I didn't realize this was so, so almost like a year ago. Yeah. It was a long time ago and we had never seen it, never come across it at the time, but it had a little resurgence, uh, this past week. And I dropped it in the tea time chat. We were just losing our minds a little bit. It is Joe Jonas and all of his girlfriends. And however long you think this thread is, it's, it's <laughs> way longer than that. It yeah. is uh. starts in 2005 Includes literally every single person Joe Jonas has ever dated, been seen with, been rumored to be with. And there are people on this list that I, one, had no idea. And two, was like kind of shocked and horrified by um, because he has dated friends, friends of friends. He, Mm -hmm. the big thing was like, he dated both Allie and AJ, (laughs) 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 which is just astonishing. Uh, my follow-up question is, how did he find the time? Because the amount... I mean, there are, one, there are people you know about. But there are people... That, my thumb was getting tired on the yeah, yeah. I was like, like I'm still I have scrolling. been scrolling for ages. Just to name a few more, he dated one of the Veronicas. I thought it was funny that this thread was so <laughs> deeply researched, but they didn't bother to find out which Veronica <laughs> <it> was. <laughs> um, he dated multiple members of Taylor Swift's squad right. after he dated Taylor Swift, including... Carly Kloss and Gigi. Indeed, both of them. Uh, and Incredible. this is part, what's great is they include all these pictures of him like between two best friends that he ended up dating both of them. So like <laughs> yeah. a picture of Taylor and Carly, a picture of Taylor and Gigi, like it with him with all of them. And he ultimately has dated like everyone in the picture. And then I want to note that there's someone named Blanda Eggenschweiler. First oh, of all, wow. what can't be a real person, can't be a real name, but is because dated Joe Jonas for a long time. And she is also BFFs with Gigi Hadid and also was a member wow. of one of those tweets where it was like, here's another picture of Joe Jonas in between two best friends wow. that he dated. You guys, so, I'm still scrolling. I know yeah. he is causing feuds. He is the Stavros Nyarkos III of <laughs> mm-hmm. our time, or he was. But yeah, he was a scourge upon the female celebrity population of like the late uh, Really 2000s. a who's who's of the, yeah, of like the, I would say like 2010s-ish. Like, yeah. 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 Also, this this thread, you guys, we can link it somehow. Um, it is so in depth. Like the amount of photos yes. that they have from 2005, like close personal photos of Joe Jonas and these women. There is so much documentation of each of these relationships. Yeah, right. It kind of blows my mind. It's incredible. It really to think is about the Joe maybe Jonas all the ones archive. you don't even know. Can you imagine? Yeah. Right. Like I don't, he has crazy. seven photos, like with all of these women. Sophie imagine Turner like, must be the most like secure woman in the world to be like. This is fine. I'm not threatened by any of these women. And <laughs> well, I'm I mean, still she's friends with many of them. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't need to be. But yeah, he, I don't know how he found the time to do this and have a music career. Well, did he have a music career? Well, I almost <laughs> said successful music career. And then I edited myself on the way out. Oh my God. Okay. Here's my question for the week. And I apologize for bringing this man into this episode. Um, <laughs> But just Jared got me again. My question is, do you have a comfort teddy that you travel with like Prince Charles? And I will give you some context. Just Jared posted uh, yesterday, King Charles travels with four unusual and highly unexpected items when he leaves the palace, okay? And here are the items. He brings his own chef and he will eat separate meals than everyone else he's traveling with, just made from the chef. Of course. He brings a custom-made toilet seat. Ew. Okay. Why? Is that I don't, never like mind. I don't want to know. Never no. mind. Then he carries a custom ice cube tray because he doesn't like the clinking sound that square cubes make. So he, I don't know, maybe they're round. Not really sure. 
or all ice cube make doesn't all ice cube <laughs> yeah how do you don't know. Okay. Don't know. And right. then the final one is this childhood teddy bear, which he doesn't let anyone else touch except for his childhood nanny, who is, quote, still very close to. Anyway, <laughs> little weird, little odd. And um, I feel like everyone, and I wish that this was about a different person. Of it's okay. Prince Charles. Yeah. But Page Six you- did a really good job of finding digging up some photo of him like holding I'm assuming this is not the teddy bear but holding a teddy bear with his like gross little sausage fingers this is just Jared Kaya <laughs> but our I also source. saw this on page six Liz oh page six is also <laughs> multiple sources baby oh my god this is big news okay so do you guys have <laughs> any uh, whether a custom ice tray custom toilet seat do you have wow. any like travel necessities do you travel with like a little you know like a stuffed animal I don't. I had a blanket for a long time as a child. That's that a classic. I, <laughs> keyword as a child. Oh, you know what I have now is what? I have a. I have to bring my stupid piercing pillow because I have my ear piercings <laughs> that I can't take out and they won't heal. And they my cartilage piercings and I have this stupid round pillow that I have to bring with me everywhere so I can sleep Are on my left serious? side. Swear to God, I. Have to, this is a good worst. one, Kate. Yeah, that's you are like pill- Prince Charles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How big is the pillow? It's small. It's like it's flat-ish, and it's like donut shaped, and it has a hole wow. in the middle for my ear so that I can sleep on my left side without irritating the piercings because they won't. I've they've have had them for like a year. My ears are the worst. I don't know why I keep doing this. Anyway, that's my. Wait, you have a lot. Stop getting piercings. I feel like I you have so many. I know. That's a really good yeah, one, Kaya. Can you top that? No, I really can't. I mean, the closest <laughs> thing is like my retainers. Um, <laughs> that's a good one. It's a good one. Liz, do you have but, anything? Yeah. I feel like you do. I feel like you're nostalgic for childhood items. Yeah. Well, it's I keep like an old plane ticket that like my mom, like, you know, back in the day Aww. when you like printed plane tickets and stuff. And then I have a bunch of weird sleep with about it? flying. No, Kate. You just I have like, it like in your wallet? It, yeah, it's in my wallet when I travel. Oh, okay. As like a good omen, like if she oh. can fly all the way over here, like I can go to fucking Dallas for two days. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm a very nervous flyer. I also mm. have this weird... um thing where I think actually this is very common every time I board an airplane I see like a lot of people doing it where you touch the outside of the airplane right before you oh. walk in mm. have you seen that I don't think kind I'm of well, like uh this is gonna be okay I've, I've never noticed I, that before but yeah okay. I do like to get a breakfast sandwich every time I fly like at the airport <laughs> <laughs> like I have to have my travel breakfast sandwich what if you're leaving at night <laughs> I, I get pissed when they're not open. I have to tell you. Like sometimes I'll go like, like Starbucks spinach any, feta. Any wrap? variation? No, like a like a bacon egg and cheese, which yeah. is like a pretty solid food. Like to, you can get it in an airport and like it's decent and like yeah. you have a lot of generally have a lot of options. And I yeah. get like really pissed if I have like a five a.m. flight or something and it's not open. And I can't have my travel breakfast sandwich. Well, well, you would fly at five a.m. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, tough. okay, we're getting <laughs> off topic. Anyway, last question, Kaya. <laughs> Are we going back to a skinny brow? It really pains me to tell you this, but in the very millennial, on the very millennial website, The Strategist, which is another great shopping website if you want to kill a few hours and spend some money. Mm -hmm. They also have great gift guides there that I actually do use. But so it's very solidly aimed at millennials. Um, And they had an article this week called How to Fake a Skinny Brow, which really tells you that, unfortunately, oh I do God. think skinny brows are back. Um, they quote, they say, on TikTok, hashtag thin brows has more than 60 million views compared with 24.8 million views for thick brows. And there's a filter that will reduce your brows to Sharpie scrolls. I've seen these videos of 
girls oh. on TikTok being like, oh, wow, this looks so good. Should I do no. it? And I just want to reach through my screen and tell them no. And oh. then on when you Google skinny brows, um, it brings up more than 400 million results. Wow. I really, I really do hate to tell you this, guys. Um, mostly because I plucked my brows within an inch of their lives when yep. I was in middle school and high school when it was like in trend. And let me tell you, that was a probably like a decade long journey to get them back to a like yeah. nice shape and size. Yeah. They don't always come back. I think if I they did, they, they would not. Yeah. They don't. Mine were really, really bad. And I'm very lucky that they came back. <laughs> yours, Kate, yours is a real comeback story. Kaya, so yeah. are yours. I've only seen former photos of Kate, like with the skinny brows. <laughs> I can but, send you some. It was please. really, it was like the sperm brows where they were like, Mine they had the little ball. Oh, <laughs> where you went too far. See, here's the guys. thing. We went skinny, but we went too far this way. Like you go. Yeah. Yes, that was my problem. Mine right. were like, Started you, in the middle of my because we they like it, we had this fear of like unibrow and so like you yes. start in the middle and then you're like well if I just keep going and then suddenly your brows are like half the length I that only corrected that a couple years we ago didn't talk, I we don't talk about like, that enough the no, skinny brows were bad but it was the short little you're yeah right, the sperm brows <laughs> yeah <really>. it was. <laughs> Because you would just get so close to the mirror and you would start plucking and then you would take your head away from the mirror and be like, yeah, you lose all perspective. And then you have to make a a match and then you just keep going. Yeah. Once you start, you can't (laughs) stop. Yeah. We can't go back. So if any Gen Z are listening to this, which I highly doubt, why don't you go check out that strategist article about how to fake it so you can fake it. You can try it. Just don't, don't pluck. It's literally sound like my mother right now. Don't pluck your brows. That's what my mom always said to you, too. Don't do it. Same. They know best. (laughs) Okay, we're ending on that PSA. Um, (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to Kaya, who is not only hosting, but now producing and editing this. And thank you, Amelia, for all of the Lindsay Lohan research. We miss you. And And shout out to um, Amelia is currently in New York right now because one of our social team members, David Lara, is running the marathon. So good luck to him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Doing real things. Incredible. All right. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell. And I'm Kyman Cullen. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.